Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Boulevard just off 430. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. If you will indulge us for one second, just want to repeat for those that are just now tuning in, Arkansas and the world of baseball lost another legend today. Little Rock's own Brooks Robinson has passed away. So uh, regardless of whether or not you were a Oriole fan or not, I was an Oriole fan because of Brooks Robinson and uh, – he was so gracious. He came on the show multiple times, and every time we had him on, it was a, a certain delight. So uh, just in case you're tuning in, just wanted to uh, inform you that uh, we're sad to say Brooks Robinson, the legend, has passed away. I think you have those age recorded? 86, I believe. Yeah, 86. Do you have those recorded where someday you could play something? <sighs> I will try to go back through the archives. Not today. You don't have to do no, it I, I would have to. This would dictate doing um you know when we're off the air because we we have so many pages we can go through and and then we also have the archives that i don't even have access to so uh i will see because i'm guessing networks are prepared for moments like this mlb network just did a five or six minute tribute to him that was just absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic and um after they he said and they show his interview where the five games of the 1970 World Series where, you know, we remember all those defensive plays. Well, he also hit over 400 in that World Series. And Sparky Anderson, the Reds manager who lost that World Series, said after the series, he said, that guy picks up everything. He said, in my dreams, he I said, I I think if I dropped a paper plate, he would pick it up and throw it at me. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he gets everything. It's just amazing. So it was a, a absolutely beautiful tribute to Brooks Robinson. Who everybody loved. Yes. And again, one of the classiest guys that's ever played the game. Yes. Thank you, Trey, for giving us that moment to uh, pass that along. Um, we didn't get a chance to get your... Um, well, this happened after because you had to come on at 4.30 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of Rocket Sanders? How did you How did you like the way that he moved around at practice yesterday? Well, they were doing things with him yesterday, and but today was more like a lot like he's gonna play saturday i'll just say that he's playing i don't know if he's gonna get 20 20 carries but he's gonna play and be uh heavily involved in the game plan great that's uh that's great news he's ready to go yeah he's ready and that's kind of typical of what you see, guys. You know, you you have a player coming off a you know a knee injury, he misses some time, and then you get him in practice, start working him a little bit, not too heavy, and that's what they did last week, um, which is kind of a pattern that I've seen, pretty common over the last twenty years. I've been doing this, and then you know, the goal is if he makes it through that week, all right, let's get him ready for this week, and that's that's what's happened. They did some stuff with him yesterday, but uh, today was way more so he's ready 
and that's good news <laughs> because yeah. Arkansas uh, Arkansas could use an all SEC running back uh, against Texas A and M. Um, Hudson Clark and AJ Green uh, were in green today again. Nothing nothing too serious it looks like. And Cam Ball. Um, was with the first group in fastball had a Torian Carter today. That doesn't always mean anything. Um, so those are the uh, the main takeaways today from practice. So how does that change the game plan, would you think, Trey, having well, Rocket available? Yeah, well, I think, you know, Dominion played really well Saturday, obviously. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And, you know, if he just – if he'd have popped one off, his, his carry average would have been, you know – yeah, he would look like he had a monster game, and eventually he will pop one off. He's got speed. I think Dabinian, what he brings to the table, is a lot of power. And uh, you know, if there's if he's running into a wall, he can turn that into a three yard gain. Uh, AJ is more of the speed guy. If he sees a crease, then he can hit it and go. Uh, but you know, sometimes there there haven't been a lot of creases. But we've seen what happens when there is one. Uh, but but uh, Binion, now that he's it feels like he's figuring out things a little bit and, you know, where to go, you know, his tracks and, um, you know, where to hit the hole on the pin and pull and, and all of those things and having a little more patience at times, too. At, at the same time, it's a, it's a tricky balance. But Dominion has a lot of talent, and I think the coaches see that. It's kind of why they're, you know, kind of force-feeding him a little bit early, even though he wasn't maybe hitting it as well as A.J. was at times. Uh, but with, when you bring Rocket into the equation – well, now you have a guy, and I don't know what percentage his knee is right now, uh, but he's got to be feeling a lot better than anybody else on Arkansas's football team uh, who played last week because that's the kind of game where, you know, you're just going to get dinged up. And then, you know, there's that aspect of it. You know, how is he going to take a lick? You know, sometimes I think these guys, once you're in it for a while and you're bumped and bruised and stuff, you you know, your pain tolerance <laughs> increases uh, because, you you know, you've you just had so much of it. Um, the body can only take, I guess, so much pain. But uh, I think I think – I think it it's important and you it's almost like you learn it every year that you it's really important even in this day of up tempo spread offenses to establish the run and once you can do that it opens up so much more with the passing game uh, once you're one dimensional then defenses can just tee off on you in the pass game and then you have no dimension and so having Rocket and having Dominion coming on, uh, I think, should really help them have a lot of balance Saturday. They have. That is Texas A&M. I think they gave up 144 to yeah. Monroe on the ground. They gave up about the same amount to uh, Auburn. But Auburn was certainly one-dimensional. They, they had, what, 36 yards, I think it was, throwing the football. They were awful at the quarterback position this past Saturday. I'm trying to remember what Miami had in, in regards. Miami had an okay rushing day, but they really threw the ball well. Yeah, um, yeah Van Dyke had, uh, like, they had like 450 yards total offense, and Van Dyke had like 350. So they didn't just have a, a ton of rushing yards, but they also had a kick return for a touchdown in the game, and that's, you know, took away an offensive possession. Um, they had two field goals. I believe in the game also two or three on field goal attempts, uh, but uh, that was the one game. When you look at Texas A&M's stats on defense, I mean they're they're pretty solid. They're giving up 273.8 yards a game, uh, 17.8 points per game, and that includes you know Miami, which what they put up 45 total on them. Yeah, something like that. 45, 34, like that. 48 maybe. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Hey, the other thing that's impressive is their third down. Uh, they only allow twenty percent of third down conversions. Mm-hmm. That that's unheard of. Twenty percent. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, they got some athletes on that side of the ball. DJ yeah, Dirk is a very good defensive mm-hmm. coordinator, and we know what they have an offensive coordinator. I mean, they they've got some coaches and they've got some players. It's not going to be an easy one, uh, but I don't know. Dre has. I still feel like Arkansas, but, if they can bottle what they had against Texas A&M, yeah. even with the defense giving up what they did, I still I think that they can go down there and win. I don't. I would not. I don't think Connor Wigman's going to play. Max Johnson, obviously, is as quality a backup as you're going to find. We saw Max Johnson last year uh, against Arkansas. He was the quarterback in that one. I think Haynes King had a. 
Did he have a thumb injury at that point? I think, no, Max Johnson hurt his thumb last year. I think that's what happened. Um, but Haynes King was maybe unproductive. Then Max Johnson came in for King. And then I believe Johnson hurt his thumb last year. And then Connor Weigman and King kind of finished out the year last year. But, um, you know, they, they have two good options at quarterback. Yeah, Johnson looked good last week in relief. Yeah. Wagman. He came in and sparked yep. him for sure. He, he threw the long ball. Very well. Um, Trey, the one move that uh, about concerning Rocket is planting that knee and then making that sharp cut in the basic opposite direction. Do you think that's going to be any kind of question or issue? Well, I don't think if he can if he can't do that, then they're not going to play him. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I could give a good Sam Pittman. Well, <laughs> if we didn't think he could cut, then we yeah, wouldn't play him. Yeah, okay. Okay, Sam. <laughs> thank, thank you, Sam. Let's talk to Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Well, Trey, that's pretty good. <laughs> I walked right into that one. I should have I should have thought before I spoke. <laughs> well, let me tell you this, though. Uh, I, I'll say this. I love Sam. Uh, just from a personal standpoint, I don't know him, obviously. But, you know, this this game, for whatever reason, always seems to be a big game, Trey. Yes, and yeah. for how our season's going to go. And I know these next few games after, uh, they got they don't get to come back to Fayetteville, I guess, until uh, next year or whenever they get another home game again. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But uh, uh, I'm just saying that uh, this is a big one. And I think with everything that's happened, with the whole social media thing, I also think that's ridiculous that people attack people from a – we all know it's ridiculous. I mean, to attack someone and say they're a bad coach or whatever and you don't agree, that's fine. Right. Come on now, some of this stuff people say, come say it to my face. Uh, you know, it's how I feel. But, you know, it's ridiculous. It's just it's ridiculous, and I hate it. Hey, Trey, I heard on the uh, on your thing the other night, uh, the dude dropped the s ball. A few times yeah. right in front of you, like, dude, would you shut up? I'm live right now. I, I thought I was yeah. a little. <laughs> anyway, I was a little worried about you there, but uh, no, because uh, they were LSU fans, right? That that went past you. Yeah, but he was just he was just walking, talking to his friend. I mean, there's news stations all over there doing live shots and stuff, and he's just uh, just being Let completely self-absorbed and oblivious <laughs> to anything else that's happening that anybody else has going on. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, but anyways, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get off here. But yeah, that's my thing, sir. I think this is a big one, and you know, just yep. because for the psyche of this team, because I think that's where I'm coming from. So anyways, y'all have a good one. Thank you, Charlie. Arkansas is what one in ten in the last eleven against Texas A&M. Um, yeah. 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 I think the last six games have all been decided by 10 points or fewer. We know there's plenty, you could even going farther back, that there's uh, overtime games and yep. just very, very narrow losses. We know how last game played out. Guys, if you remember oh last gosh. game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, KJ, and we've seen throughout the season, KJ does things that are remarkable. So I guess it's not that big a surprise that he thinks he can jump from 12 feet out into the end zone <laughs> after some of the other things we've seen him do. But that was a huge turning point in that game. It resulted in, what, a 97-yard handoff touchdown by the defense. And the game changed. In Arkansas, it took them a while. And they eventually did recapture the momentum. Arkansas would have driven down and scored a touchdown to win that game and taken the clock down if not for a bad snap. A second and five. I believe it was second and five. And yep. nobody really talks about that. They talk about oh, the field goal. Biggest play of the game. Right. Second and five, you're, they're just moving it straight down their throat. Yep. Kind of like yep. what LSU did to Arkansas last weekend. And then you get a bad snap, and suddenly a second and five turns into a third and 15. And that's why Arkansas had to schedule, settle for a field goal. And I've heard people talk about that game and reference it as in, you know, that's why Arkansas loses stuff because they, they play for the field goal and stuff like that. That's not what was happening at all. They got a bad snap, and they had to settle for a field goal because they were in third and 15. And unfortunately, went off the top of the upright. I've never seen that happen before, the literal tip-top of the upright, mm. uh, and was no good. And that's kind of how the series has been against Texas A&M since 2012. You're right. Yeah. 
Uh, let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. Trey, what's the defense to push for Texas A&M? How many sacks they have this year? And I'll get off here. Appreciate it. How many sacks does Texas A&M have this year? Correct. I'd have to look it up. I can look it up real quick. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> well, can, all right, Trey, if you can if you can Google and listen at the same time. Yeah. Uh, this from they're, Joe. They're averaging 3.3, so multiply that times 4. Yep. It's uh, 13 a game. Yep. I mean 13. They've made 13 sacks. Arkansas's made 14. Yeah. Okay, Trey, while you're Googling, I'll go ahead. Oh, he's got it. Oh, okay. All right, uh, from our Asher. From our Asher. Number four in the SEC. <laughs> from, our, from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback, Joe says, Trey, would love to get Rocket back, but he can run laterally down the line too much sometimes. Got to get upfield, almost like what DeBinion does more sometimes. Yeah, DeBinion figured it out, You know, I think, you know, with hitting it. And the thing you have to guard against with a guy coming in and he's anxious to get out there is, hey, get three, four yards and then worry about it. You know, don't try to hit a home run on every single play, and that is something that you run into. You, we see it with offenses all the time, where a hurry-up, up-tempo offense is used to putting up a lot of yards, a lot of points, and stuff. And the defense is, um, you know, the other the other team's offense is is slow, methodical. They're keeping them on the sideline. The defense puts them in a three and out, and then they feel that sense of urgency to get out there and do something big, and they end up messing themselves up. I think that happened a little bit against Kent State with Oregon. Arkansas's offense, and it can happen, you know, on a smaller level with individual players. So that is something that Sanders has to guard against. And get three, four yards, put yourself in a good situation on first down. After first down, stay ahead of the chains. Uh, but then, you know, after you get three or four, then worry about, then worry about the rest of it. Trying to hit a home run, but you got to get that first bit. Trey, if you remember against Western Carolina, that was his issue. He was dancing. Yes. He was going side to side trying to hit that home run. And uh, mm -hmm. I think he had 12 carries, only like 48 yards, something like that. Uh, yeah. But you have a, big expectations after a big year. Yeah. I mean, it, it reminds me of, you know, going back to Cedric Cobbs. I'll never forget reading in that Hootens magazine after his freshman year that he wanted to be 6'4 and run a 4'2, a or excuse me, weigh uh, yeah. 240 pounds and run yeah. a 4'2. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, and I was a young guy, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was in college still, and I just remember thinking, oh, that's ambitious. And uh, I kind of felt like that's what happened to him that year. He felt like he had to go out and win the Heisman on every run. You're right. Let's talk to Joe. Joe, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I just was going to uh, throw some irony in here for you guys. If uh, Arkansas gets with A&M and they, their ability to do what they did last week and they, they run the score up and make it, make it a blowout, that'd be a dream. And then on top of that, we could help uh, Bobby actually get another head coaching job. Uh, he's waiting in the wings for Jimbo to get run off. Arkansas could help drive that nail. I I just want to put that out there. And uh, I know there's a lot of money at stake, but uh, maybe we could get that thought process going for him, help Bobby out. And, and you're, Thank you're you, saying Joe. There's a lot of money involved. We would force A&M to pay $77 million to fire a coach, but you think that would lower their – their uh, bank account at all? Oh, it bankrupt them. Yeah. Million? Right. Yeah, they'd get over it. Um, so Texas A&M plays Arkansas this weekend, and then they get Alabama after Arkansas, and then they're <clears throat> at Tennessee. Mm, my gosh. And then yeah, and then they get South Carolina, which is capable, and yep. then it's at Ole Miss. I mean, so they've got a stretch kind of like Arkansas does. They've got a stretch. And <laughs> it's a tough I, stretch. Somebody asked for my, like, bizarre, not almost bizarre, but, like, wild prediction at, at the beginning of the season. And my prediction was, again, it was a wild, like, huh. prediction. Not like I really expect it. But this stretch coming up with Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, and then at Ole Miss, if, he, if Jimbo has a really bad stretch during this and they go to Ole Miss – and they get a bunch of points hung on them and lose. It wouldn't surprise me if that happened. I mean, again, it's a wild prediction at the beginning of the season, but if that happened, 
you know, you could see some kind of mid-season type of firing. Like if if he had a really awful stretch there, and then who would be the interim coach? Hmm. Would it be <laughs> yeah, Petrino? Right. Well, I can tell you, do they, they, they have an associate head coach right now? And then you get, hey, then you get, well, you've had associate head coach in the past that haven't been elevated to interim mm-hmm. head coach. But then you get Mississippi State, Petrino wins. Uh, Alcorn, was it Alcorn State? ACU, who is that? Well, whoever that is, they'll win. Yeah. Abilene and Christian. Abilene Christian, yeah. And then you get uh, at LSU. And LSU, who may have – I actually predicted LSU would win the SEC Western Division, and so in my prediction this was like part of it. Yeah. Um, LSU has already got it wrapped up. They kind of cakewalk, and then Bobby Petrino and Texas A&M beat LSU and then becomes the fan favorite to take over as the permanent position. That was my wild wow. well, prediction that, for the season. Let's just say this. I just hope Arkansas beats A&M, and if the rest of that happens, fine. But that's that's the big thing is Arkansas yep. needs to beat Texas A&M, and they can. And you mentioned earlier about they have and great they athletes on yep. defense. So did LSU. And, yep. and yet Arkansas you know, did very well against them. Yeah, Arkansas had to soften them up. And they did. They stuck to the game plan, which was – and they didn't put up a ton of rushing yards, only 137, but they were getting three yards the first quarter, you know. And then they're starting to get six, and then they're starting to get eight, you know. Um, They just soften up. You just keep slamming into that wall. You can't – that's why you can't abandon the run, even though it's not working for you. You got to keep – you got to keep at it because – yeah, you can you can soften up a defense. Texas A&M did it to Arkansas too. Yes. <clears throat> All right, Trey. Yeah. Or excuse me, LSU. Yeah. LSU did it to Arkansas too. All right, Trey. We'll talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey yep. Media, HogSports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves. Except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance. Protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Outdoor gear enthusiasts, prepare for a fall shopping spree like no other at Max Prairie Wings Annual Fall Fest from September 28th through October 1st. For four days only, revel in tax-free savings on top outdoor brands like Banded, Drake, Sitka, and more. Whether it's for waterfowl hunting, archery hunting, or just embracing the great outdoors, Max has you covered. And spend over 90 and they'll ship your outdoor gear for you for free in-store or online at maxbw.com. It's Max Prairie Wings Annual Fall Fest, your one-stop shop for savings on all your outdoor adventures. Have you gone all summer long and you've had pain in your knees, your back, your hips, maybe even your shoulder? Well, why don't you try to get rid of that pain? Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I've been talking about QC Kinetics now for quite some time, and I've got friends, family members across the country that are using QC Kinetics right Right now and it is changing their life and the best part no drugs no surgery no downtime think about that for a minute and people are feeling like their self again with no pain QC Kinetics doesn't just mask the pain these treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties in your own body to go directly to those joints and restore and repair those damaged tissues Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation, 501-222-8440, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 
Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. And it is time for... Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. And... Kevin, in spite of the fact that Arkansas is playing in Arlington, and this is going to be a big visit weekend, is it not, at the University of Arkansas for the basketball team? Big visit weekend coming up October. Well, the, the next official visitor for class of 2024 is Rakeese Passmore, and that'll be Arkansas's uh, road date against Ole Miss. So October 6th to the 8th. Arkansas obviously already had three official visitors for class of 2024. Tanner Boateng, who recently committed to Missouri. Jalen Shelley, who committed to Arkansas. And then Isaiah Elohim, who, guys, by the way, just yesterday narrowed his list uh, down to Arkansas, Villanova, and Kansas. Uh, and he told me, and I put this out on Twitter last night after he got back to me, uh, that he's probably going to have a final decision made within a week or two. So, you know, seven, ten days, maybe maybe a full two weeks based on his thinking right now. So we should hear something from him right around the time Passmore will be coming in for his for his official visit. All these guys, by the way, Elohim from Sierra Canyon on West Coast, uh, Rakeese Passmore, uh, Combine Academy in North Carolina, both are six five wings. Uh, they're not, you know, identical type players, but there are enough similarities, especially positionally when you get their size and, you know, kind of factoring into that 2-3, you know, backcourt slot. Uh, and, of course, we know Boateng was similar size and, and position-wise. And, of course, then Jalen Shelley, who did commit to the Hogs. We talked so much about him, 6-8 combo forward at Link Academy from Frisco, Texas, is going to be more of that 3-4, you know, maybe similar to what, Jordan Walsh was when you look at it positionally at Arkansas. Let's talk with uh, Rick. Rick, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, guys. Did you see Jimbo Fisher charge out on that field <laughs> and get caught out there yes. during the, the return of the uh, fumble. fumble? Yeah. Did they even throw a flag? Nope. They didn't even throw. He was nope. on the field. They didn't even throw a flag. Nope. How can that? Is be? that not illegal? Oh, well, definitely. So yeah. yeah, yeah. He's out of the coaching box and everything. But yeah, right. no. He actually he looked like a deer with its uh, eyes in the headlights because uh, it's <laughs> like I got nowhere to go. I can't move. I'm frozen in this spot. And uh, the, um, I guess it was the defensive back that scooped up the ball. And he ran right by him. And thank goodness uh, the only ones that were chasing were uh, the Auburn players and not the A&M players. Or they may have ran over him. But, uh, no, it was pretty, that have been something? pretty bad. <sighs> pretty bad. What if, somebody could? What if, so, what if he blocked? What if he helped block somebody from making a tackle? Because he was out yeah. there. Wouldn't that be something? Well, what if he had picked off one of those uh, Auburn guys and thrown a block? No, I'm not going to let you. I'm gl- he should have tried to make the tackle like the guy did in the Cotton Bowl. Long Do you think time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Long time ago. 
Dicky Nagel yeah, or whatever his name yeah, was. Right. You think you'll get a call from the SEC office over that? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, he probably felt foolish enough because well, it's, it's been published everywhere. The, the commissioner of the SEC was at the Arkansas LSU game. Earlier in the day, he was at the A&M Auburn game, and he he blew it off. Uh, evidently, somebody, might have been Tom Murphy or Bob Holt, caught him in the press box and asked him about it, and he says, well, you know, this touchdown was scored, nobody got hurt. Really? <laughs> That's it? This is Greg Sankey, who's not afraid to punish people when they do something wrong. Yeah. And it's okay for Jimbo to be on the field? Yeah, pretty stupid. Wow. Well, but what would have happened had he impeded that return man in any way and he would automatic not touchdown. been touchdown. It should have been an automatic touchdown. Uh, Randy referred to a play in the, what, 1954 Cotton Bowl where a guy named uh, Dickie Magel came off the bench to make a tackle. And uh, so they gave the guy that he tackled a touchdown, even though he tackled him in front of the, I think it was the Alabama bench. Did he mean his helmet? Yeah. Tackle him, came off the bench to do it, so he was still 40 or 50 yards away, but they gave him a touchdown. So that's what you'd have to do. Uh, it was definitely a weird play. Yeah, it was. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Uh, Kevin, would you like to go to the um, Southwest Classic? Texas. Oh, I'd love to go, guys. Well, but you can't. Not not going to be able to go, but. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> not, well, not going to be not going to make it down there, but uh, you know, okay. I've been to Jerry's World a few times, and Randy, yeah. Instead of two, we have one chance. One chance in the system here. Oh, okay. So we this is it. Yes. All right. Little Rock Tours is offering a Southwest Classic package to Dallas for two people. That's two tickets, hotel room for two nights, round trip, transportation. The buzz is kicking in $103.70 for the winter to have the f- have some uh, fun on this trip. Now, this is strictly a qualifier. I said uh, to Kevin a moment ago, would you like? No. I, Kevin would still have to qualify. Uh, so, we do have a trivia question, and our trivia question is this. And for those that submit by way of our Southern <laughs> Structural Solutions bus text line. I'm sorry, that doesn't count. I'm, I'm, you have to call it in. We're not going to get into who sent it in first or who got it right first. Um, Arkansas beat Texas A&M 25-20 in 1988 to win the Southwest Conference Championship. Who scored a defensive touchdown for the Razorbacks in that game? Arkansas beat Texas A&M 25-20 in 1988 to win the Southwest Conference Championship. Who scored a defensive touchdown for the Razorbacks in that game? That's how simple it is. So, give us the correct answer. You automatically qualify, and you have a chance to win a trip to the Southwest Classic. Let's talk with Shane. Shane, good afternoon, Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yeah, hey guys. I just uh, want to chime in on the, since you got hoop scoop there. Chime in on Razorbacks uh, basketball this year. I think uh, I think they got a good chance to go in the Final Four. And I was wanting to see what uh, Kevin thinks about about that. I know it. I know it's early and everything like that. But don't they have the makings of being at least a lot better than last year? I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, Shane. Yeah, you, you know, when you start talking Final Four, you, you're at this stage, you're really just kind of looking at the roster, the talent level, maybe what are their strengths and weaknesses. And I and I think in year five, this is probably Musselman's deepest, most positional versatile, meaning you got guys that can play multiple. I think he's got more guys that can play multiple positions. I think there's more skill versatility. I think it's going to be his best three-point, potentially his best three-point shooting since he's been here, and we great, know it's great. been direct Love over the last that. two years. Love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, 35 years of Division One experience, you've got an NBA talent for at least minimum in Trevin Brazil, uh, Devo Davis, an all-league performer. You're getting an all-league performer from Houston who's been to a Final Four and a lead eight, so, I, you know, in Trevin Mark. So I look around this roster, and I think, yeah, on paper, 
to me, you know, and, you, and you're talking about a program that's been to back-to-back Elite Eights before Sweet 16 last year, and if I think this may be his best-constructed roster, it's certainly got the most experience. I think on paper you can look at it and say they've got the makings for a potential run to a Final Four. So many things come into play. We saw last year how injuries really decimated Arkansas. You know, if they have problems, if, if we knew free throw line and three-point shooting were, were both conspiring against the team last year, uh, I think they're going to be, be so much better in both areas. But you don't. You hope the roster's also constructed to not have any slippage defensively because that's where they've been pretty consistent the last three years. I think they've got a chance to be as good or, or within range of that, you know, kind of that top 10, top 15 ranking on defense that they've been around the last three years. So I think they can maintain that. Um, you know, really the only other thing I, I'd say on this, I haven't been able to put eyes on a lot of these guys, but we are invited up. The media is finally yeah, going to come in on Thursday. Like, we're going to get to go watch a see? portion of practice. We're going to get to see a little bit of it. Then we've got the red-white game next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, October 4th at 6.30 at Barnhill. So in the next span of a week or so, we're going to get to see him a couple of times anyway in, in you know, basically scrimmage stuff and intra-squad stuff. But that's at least a start because we've had to watch, you know, just a few video clips from practice up to this point. You were so worried that you weren't going to get invited up to have this kind of like mini media day. So I'm happy for you, Kev. I can't go up, but I'm happy for you that you're going to get a chance to go up and watch and practice and get a few interviews. I'm, yeah, and I look forward to this time of the year, guys, because it's when we do get to see a little bit of it come together. These rosters get turned over so much these days. Last year, it was 11 of 13. This year, it's 9 um, and so even though we feel like we've got a read on, on some of these guys, until you actually see them, you know, that changes things. And it, and it helps build your perceptions of what you think might be up just up ahead. And, you know, there's only so much you can glean this early, but it's better than not seeing them. And I'm glad for the opportunity. Like I said, it's on Thursday, so we first chance to go look at it. All right, I think we got a couple of qualifiers. Let's see if we get a correct answer. Catherine, good afternoon. Do you have us an answer? I didn't hear the question. Oh, oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Might be hard to answer then, huh? <laughs> it is. I'm so excited just for the opportunity. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, I, I'll give you credit. At least you jumped in there and you're willing to go after it. Here we go. Arkansas beat Texas A&M 25-20 in 1988 to win the Southwest Conference Championship. Who scored a defensive touchdown for the Razorbacks in that game? I have no clue. <laughs> Say Santa Claus. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be right. <laughs> but that wouldn't be right. Rudolph. Rudolph. <laughs> okay, Catherine, thank you. I wish you had an answer, but thank you for trying, even though we didn't get an answer. Kevin, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Do you have a question? Uh, answer. Uh, uh, yes, I, I believe I do have an answer. Uh, Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller. Uh, I think he played for A and M. Yeah, no. And we're talking about Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas defense. Who for touchdown. Arkansas yeah, scored the right. defensive touchdown? Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Wasn't Isaiah Spiller? Maybe Casper the Friendly Ghost. Huh. Okay, we're not. Uh... Okay, there you go. So. We will step away for a moment. I know Kevin is Googling right now. He wants to find the right answer. Hang <laughs> <laughs> tight, Kevin. All right, Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks again to Chris and the gang at Fitz Brokers for making all this possible. Drive Time Sports will continue. True Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Get one of the lowest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum card online at trueservice.net. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, When is my luck gonna change? And I was like, You need to go to Tunica, bro. And he was like, Yeah! Good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kissing. My man was like, This 
is amazing! His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it, because when you're a tunica, you're always a winner. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan recently returned to work after a medical leave caused by, quote, anxiety over the Saudi deal. Yeah, I imagine so. After two years of demonizing, vilifying, and attacking the Live Tour and parading 9-11 families out to bolster his position, Monaghan caved, signing the deal with his supposed enemy. The hypocrisy is off the charts. Monaghan brings to mind the old George Bernard Shaw quote, We've established what you are, madam. We're now merely haggling over the price. At Doublebee's, you'll never have to haggle over the price because you'll always get a good value for your dollar. We have great specials every month on the things you need. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Stop by Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas's very own Spartan zero-turn mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Hennard's carries still handheld equipment. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live, 501-268-1987. Don't miss this trade day event at Zeddy's, sponsored by Home Team Heroes, on September 30th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., located at 146 West South Street in Benton. Don't miss out on this exciting opportunity to trade and collect with fellow collectors September 30th, 11 to 7. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. But first, I want to talk to you about my friends at Double B's. Are you looking for a great place to work? Go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. And don't forget to sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card when you get $0.10 off a gallon at the pump. And be sure and ask your DoubleBees cashier about sign up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all the stores. And don't forget also to go inside, check out the great September specials. Believe it or not, this month is flying by. This is the 26th of September. Hard to believe. This month, pardon me, this month is about over. So go by and take advantage of the 28-ounce Gatorade and G-Fit for $225 or the 2-liter cr- Crush or Mug for just $259. And then they've got the great deals on the Red Bull, the 12-ounce, two for $575. And you can also check out the 1-liter of Brisk Tea, two for $3. Those specials plus more at Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go with Double B's. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Well, it's what you would expect. I've got answers by way of our... Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback, but that doesn't count. So, 
We are going to go back to our phone lines, and we are going to check with John. And, John, I think you are needing a repeat of the question. Is that correct? Well, I just I just hopped on here, so I had I just wanted to talk. Um, did you guys talk about the passing of Brooks Robinson earlier yes, in the show? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, okay, I'm a lifelong Orioles fan. I called you guys a couple of weeks ago uh, yeah. to talk about the Orioles. I was born and raised in Baltimore. And, um, there's no more beloved figure in the state of Maryland, or, or no one. I mean, he is. He may be the nicest man I've ever met in my life. I mean, he was he was one of a kind. Uh, uh, person, human being, and the great one of the greats of all time on the field. And I just have a great, I just have a childhood memory of going to his. Uh, they had a game in 1977 at Memorial Stadium for Brooks Rums. Thank you, Brooks Day, and uh, there was over 60,000 people there, and it was it was uh, one of my earliest baseball memories. Um, so it was, it was quite the man. I think if Brooks Robinson and Paul Eels had had a nice off, it would have lasted for decades. <laughs> because those you're, are, you're right. He he was just as classy as could be. Never forgot Arkansas. I think if Ray Tucker was on with the, the show with us today, he would tell you that you know he came back, did a lot yeah. of the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, just yeah. a giver in every respect. And I met him a couple times, and I was fortunate um, several years ago. He was at the uh, Travelers game with George Kell and uh, Al Kaline, and uh, he he wanted to, it took forever in the line because he wanted you know he likes to talk to people and yeah. ask them about themselves and stuff. Yeah. And when I told him I was from Baltimore, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" I said, "Well, I moved here 20 years ago for for my job," and he just wanted to. He, he, he's one. I just can't describe how nice the man was. Absolutely. So, were you there in Baltimore during the peak of his career? You said no. You well, I was very young. Cal Ripken. Okay. I kind of grew up more with Cal with Ripken. Cal Ripken, but, sure. Um, Another classic. Yeah, I was, guy, yeah. I was, yeah, I was about nine, ten years old when he retired, Brooks. And uh, but I mean, he just, he just, you know, no one ever <clears throat> will ever forget about Brooks Robinson. Yep, John. Well, thank was, you. Just one. Yeah. And I loved both of the Robinsons because they also showed a little bit of when Frank Robinson came to join Brooks in 66. They were, they, Brooks was MVP in 64, had a great year. They got close. The Yankees still won the pennant. But in 66, once they added Frank, and I, I just Frank and Brooks Robinson together were just amazing. Great duo. All right, let's talk to Melanie. Melanie, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Do you have an answer? Is it Anthony Cooney? No, ma'am. No, I don't think he played for Arkansas either. No. This is a Razorback. Razorback who scored a defensive touchdown in the '88 A&M game. That was that was the game. I, I another question I could ask Randy was who replaced Quinn Grovey when he got knocked silly in that game because uh, he got knocked um. out. So Arkansas Arkansas had to kick field goals. I think uh, trainer. Kendall Trainer kicked at least four that day. He might have kicked five. I can't remember. But uh, nonetheless, they won uh, 25-20. to 20, And I believe their, either the first touchdown or the second touchdown was a defensive touchdown. Hmm. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I think he did play for Arkansas, though. What's his name again? <laughs> Anthony Cooney. Oh, Anthony Cooney. Oh, of course he did. Sure he did. Yeah, yeah. played for Arkansas. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he was finished uh, before 88, though. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling, right. though. Yeah. Thank you, Melanie. I didn't catch the last name. Of course he did. He's cornerback. Good player. Yeah. Very Anthony. good player. In fact, he Cooney. Inter- I can remember he had an interception in the end zone against Ole Miss uh, one year. Helped Razorbacks beat Ole Miss at Jackson. Let's talk with Tyler. Tyler, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Do you have an answer for us? Was it Patrick Williams? Bingo! Yes. Return an interception for a touchdown. Were you there, or did you guess it, or did you have to try and find it out? I had to do a little research. Okay. Yeah. Either way, you qualify. There you go. Either way, you qualify. All right, I'm going to put you, Tyler, on hold, and uh, congratulations. Good luck to you coming up in the next couple of days listen to morning madness and hopefully they'll call your name so hang on all right there you go damon there's your winner Whew. okay 
Did you have Did you have that, Kevin? I meant to ask you. Did you have that? Uh, well, I'm on the road, guys. Did he say Patrick Williams? Who did he say? Yeah, Patrick yeah, Williams. Patrick Williams. Yeah, that's the answer. I, I heard Williams. I didn't hear the first name. <laughs> and I haven't googled it. I've been petting a dog the entire time, so it won't bark while I'm holding my phone in my ear. So. Oh, good for you! Wow, I've that's got a lot that that I'm trying dedication. to keep quiet while I, I've got a driver and a wow. lap dog. And I, oh my gosh! Now uh, you are—is is the dog? Is it going to media day? Does it have questions? It's I'm not going to make the trip to media day. Uh, but we are on our way to Royal Arkansas. So we're out here out just on the other side of Hot Springs, uh, just hurtling towards uh, Crystal Springs Resort. All right, I have a question for you that came from um, our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Uh, this from uh, Carmen said, Hoop Scoop, what happened to honor... Botang. Well, honor to committed to Missouri. Um, you know, what I'm hearing is maybe what stood out the most is a promise to be in the starting lineup. Uh, you know, I think guys that are rated as highly as he is play, you know, similar size of position have done really well at Arkansas as far as not only playing time, but, you know, starting opportunities. Uh, I know Eric Mussman doesn't make those kind of promises. Uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know everything that was said on any of the visits or anything that went down other than I've, I'm told that one of the things that stood out for him was a promise to be in the starting lineup. So, uh, for what it's worth, since someone's asking what happened, but that's the latest I've got on that. Uh, by the way, guys, we haven't, we've talked so much about what's going on and we, for long, the longest time, didn't know much about you know, Gus Arsenal's replacement on the bench as an assistant coach. NCAA changed some things around, added two additional assistants who can help on four coaching during practice time. Um, and you still are restricted to three assistant coaches who can get travel for off-campus recruiting. And Arkansas basically resolved that by promoting three uh, staffers, Todd Lee, Ronnie Bird Jr., Michael Musselman as assistant coaches, and Michael Musselman will join Anthony Ruda and Keith Smart, who we knew were already assistant coaches. He'll be able to be, he's already been on the road uh, for off-campus recruiting. So that's how Arkansas did that. They effectively now have five assistant coaches in addition to Eric Musselman and other hoop staff. Very good. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you later on this week. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks again to Fence Brokers, Chris and the gang, Chris Walker and the gang. Hour number three, straight ahead. Coming up next, Landon Leach. It's QB time. Stay tuned. Drive Time Sports will continue. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. When it comes to tailgating this football season, Edwards Food Giant is your MVP when it comes to a hassle-free tailgate party. Pulled pork smoked 